Hi there, it's Allison and Amber, Conversations. Welcome to the show today. Hi, Allison. <laughs> Hello, Amber. We're pretending like we haven't been sitting here talking for like <laughs> the last hour. Yeah, almost. 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 Yeah. It's a very snowy day, and we're trying not to be hard on our uh, weather that we're having here because we're both just very tired of winter, as I'm sure many of you are. And last night we just got a real big dump of snow, and I literally plowed the roads (laughs) with my minivan driving in here today. Um, It was very interesting. So, but today in conversations, Mm -hmm. we're going to talk about judgment. We are, which is a huge, huge thing. Judgment is a huge thing. Um, we both um, have been reading. I, I find well. I to be honest, I skimmed the last two chapters thereof. But um, and I'm not 100 percent done. To yeah. be quite honest as well. But we do want to you know use a little bit um, of the information from Gabrielle Bernstein's new book, Judgment Detox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's completely human nature for us to judge mm-hmm. and. So many of us say, don't judge. Yeah. Or, She's so judgmental. Yes. You know, we all are. And it's so easy to point fingers. Mm-hmm. But you have to remember when you point a finger, there are three pointing back at you. Ooh. Yeah. So why, if you're pointing fingers, what are those things that you're, what are triggering, triggering you? And mm-hmm. this is kind of what Gabrielle Bernstein talks about, is why those things have such an effect on you mm-hmm. and how you can deal with them. Right, because it really is, um, it's irreal. It is not realistic. I was going to make up in my own word, <laughs> irrealistic. Um, it doesn't even flow off the tongue nicely. Um, it's unrealistic to think that you are never going to judge somebody again. Like, just like you said, it's so, um, it's so... It's within so, us it's just an, an it, it, it's it's something that we just um i think it's more about managing it and actually that's one of the biggest things in in this book was that um well sort of the tagline of the book is release the beliefs that hold you back from living a better life and so the belief that you're not a good person if you're judging anybody is sort of something that you need to release but what you need to become is, is what you need to do is to become aware of the times that you're judging and then like you said Remember about the triggers. Yes. Yeah. Because there are reasons why you're judging someone, Mm -hmm. and it usually has to come with, comes with what's within you already, and most likely what you're already judging yourself for. Absolutely. But maybe not even realize it. Yeah. Self worth issues, I think, come up tons through judgment practice. I just. Yeah. People keep. (laughs) We're 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 feeling like somebody's gonna barge in through the door both of our vehicles are outside so somebody must think that fresh sugar is open but it's not um so one of the things i loved about um about the book and about this practice and i mean i I would encourage you to get the book because i think that it is um it's it's a it's a good read yeah it is and it's yeah it's kind of like um of the word right now off the top of my head but anyways i mean it has some really great practices in it some um work some work to do right and i loved the beginning part where gabby has you i speak about her like i know her gabby has you <laughs> we're all <laughs> <We're buzz>. friends <laughs> <laughs> mean gabs um mean gab sat down to write out the 15 15 things that i'm judging is that how it goes 15 
that doesn't sound right. That also didn't roll off my tongue very nicely. But um, the 15, th 15 things that I am judging in my life right now. And, you know, to be honest, when I first started reading it, I was like, I don't judge 15. That there wouldn't be 15 things that I'm super judgmental about in my life right now. But, oh, it was easy to come up with 15. Amber's just taking a boo. Yes. To see. There's something that I wanted to... Maybe you already know it, the MPI. She, Gabby calls it the MPI, which means what? <laughs> oh, goodness, I don't remember. Main... Anyways, there it is very easy to find 15 things. Like, even... I know that there is there is someone in our community that I am triggered by. Um, there's lots there, that I there is a few actually but there is one person in particular that comes straight to my mind that mm -hmm. I why why am I so triggered by this person mm -hmm. and it's it, again it comes down to being a self-value self-worth issue mm -hmm. um, because I I struggle with most people who think they're better than others okay Ooh. yes so if you think okay so Let's just, because there's so much material that we could cover in, um, or on rather, judging and the, and, and the process of judgment and, you know, your triggers and all of that kind of thing. There's tons of stuff that we could, um, we could go over. What we've decided to do is that we've decided to break this podcast into two parts. So the first part, we want to talk about what it means to judge others, right? And then part two of the judgment um, podcast, yes. conversations on judgment. Um, we want to talk about um, that judgmenting of self. Yes. Yeah. So let's let's stick with the judging of others. So go ahead. Well, one quote that she has in it, and I've written it down, and it's quite long. Let's see how if I read the whole thing. It goes: I struggle with judgment every day. I judge far and I judge wide. I judge strangers for divergent political views. I judge acquaintances on social media for the comments they make. I judge the way people discipline their children. I judge the girl moving too slowly in the line ahead of me. I judge my husband for not responding to me exactly how I want him to respond. And of course, I judge myself for just about anything. So. <laughs> I've done this too. I'll get angry even driving. I'm like, why are you driving so slow? <laughs> the roads are fine. Yeah. This is in summer, of course, and not so much right now. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't had five fine roads for months. Um, but it is, it is so easy to jump to quick judgments. And a lot of times we get over the certain situations. Mm -hmm. For example, the person's moving too, slime, too slow in the line ahead of me or mm -hmm. you're in the grocery line and you're in the aisle and they're taking up most of the aisle. That drives <laughs> me nuts as well. Move to the side, people. And so... There's you, a protocol. <laughs> it's just grocery like store protocol. <laughs> and, and people don't, don't respond the way you want them to in your head. Mm -hmm. But we all have to remember that we can't read each other's minds. No. And a lot of times, even if you're looking at yourself doing this, mm -hmm. um, you'll be like, oh my gosh, I just stopped in the middle of the road in uh, Costco to talk with somebody else. And yes, now our carts are barging and <laughs> you do it yourself too. Yeah. But you don't recognize that you do it yourself because it's so much easier right. to recognize that you're doing it to others. Right. Right. So, exactly. Yes. And I love, you know, I mean, that, that is the awareness that she's talking about, right? Is that 
when you start to become aware of how often that you judge, which is the, which is the reason I think why um, at the beginning of this book she has you write down like the 15 things that yes. you're judging in your life right now. So when you become aware of how often you actually do judge others for things, that awareness, that first step is what starts to help you through the process of judgment detox, right? Um, I wanted to just bring in for a moment. Um, now, this is super hippy-dippy. She's a spiritual teacher, Gabby. She is. And I mean, spiritual. I am hippy-dippy, and I believe this stuff anyways. But um, I love in the book, she says, my definition of judgment for this book is pretty straightforward, and it's a separation from love. So Gabby Bernstein is... Um, a, a, you know, along with a lot of other um, spiritual spiritual teachers, are students of A Course in Miracles, and um, also a text, a spiritual text. But they talk about it being a separation of love, like from of love. Almost everything that happens in our life that we would consider to be a negative thing, which we also judge, yes, um, is really a separation from love, which is your true nature, which is you know who you are, because you do know that if you're, when you can keep coming back to that space where you do you feel good, right? Like when you feel good about yourself or where you feel good about your life and your situation and your circumstances. <laughs> sorry, this uh, <laughs> hair is bothering me and Wait, it's distracting hairs. Allison. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, that it's a separation from love, right? And so the person that's standing in front of you in the grocery line who, you know, is triggering you five ways from Sunday it's you're separated from right from that, that yes, loving because practice when you, if you and this sounds again hippy dippy but if you were to send that person love and peace and mm-hmm. and positivity positive energy you would also feel a lot more calmer as well and mm-hmm. the situation would no longer bother you yeah and of course there's there's if you did that in one instance and made it become a regular practice mm-hmm. you're going to see the trickle of trickle effect in all aspects of your life as well yeah um one interesting story that she says in the book is about her dad her dad Mm -hmm. and her do not did not i should say did yeah they probably saw their own struggles yeah i think it's like it's a it's a it's an difficult relationship not difficult in the you know like that it's super strained but it's they They just didn't fully understand each other i think Mm -hmm. is what it is and she all their conversations, they talk weekly, all their conversations end up in arguments and someone hanging up on the other. And it came to the point where she's like, okay, I am falling into this childish behavior of being on the defensive. Mm -hmm. And so I need to look at this person a little bit different. And so she attempted to do things a little bit differently. And what was interesting is that they ended up going to synagogue Mm-hmm. Um, for this special ceremony of uh, it's a, you're to remember the day of, of a, a past relative's death mm-hmm. and she just looked she sent her father love because he was overcome with emotion mm-hmm. and she saw him in a more innocent and alternative way and it ended up being the, the whole trigger of twisting this mm-hmm. this thing on its head and all she did was send him love and it's interesting isn't it when when you look at somebody and you may not like them but then you see them in pain and your attitude about them completely changes yeah yeah i there is one person that i think about for years a junior high incident 
um, where I, I judged her for sure. Mm -hmm. I did not care for her very much. And I was possibly even a little bit mean on occasion. I wasn't a mean girl, but yeah. uh, anyway, I, I said something about her and she was actually right behind me and I felt absolutely terrible about it. Never apologized, of mm -hmm. course, mm -hmm. but she was also, um, one of the things was that she, something happened and she was in the bathroom crying and mm -hmm. I, I comforted her. I felt terrible for her in whatever situation she was in. Mm -hmm. And one thing I found, I realized now, looking back on that situation, why didn't I like her in the first place? Mm -hmm. You know what it was? Mm. I judged her for being too nice. Yeah. That is just, isn't I mean, it? it's just bizarre, yeah. number one. For, yeah. She was just too nice, and it annoyed me. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, exactly. But you said something in there, and I, um, I'm i going to quote Yogi Bhajan, because I love Yogi Bhajan. Anyway, but um, recognize the other person is you. So I think that often, um, that like we were just talking about, like the judgment piece when you're getting triggered for things. So maybe you were too nice, too. Or maybe there were spots in your nice you, yeah. Sometimes I don't like being too nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's a healthy balance with the too nice piece, but recognizing that the other person is you, I think, is really because I mean, you could be, you know, on the other end of that, and so um, actually, this is this is what's coming up for me right now as far as telling like our own little tales. I have a couple of them actually to tell, but um, feeling what it feels like to be judged, like. You, when you're the one that's being judged. So, I mean, we've all had those things happen in our lives. One thing that's coming up for me right now is um, I hosted, uh, well, co-hosted, I facilitated, I guess, um, a workshop for girls one summer. And so we were out at, um, at a ranch just uh, west of town here. One of the moms of the girls lent their space and it's a beautiful space and we were unplugged and we were talking about we were doing a lot of desire mapping for kids because I'm a facilitator for that and um anyways so I had posted it and advertised it and whatever and um on okay I don't follow things like Claire's Home Confessions <laughs> right there's such a thing there's a there's a Facebook yeah this is we'll have to have a bath after I tell you this story because it's <laughs> terrible um but yeah there's, there's a I don't even know if it's still going anymore but there's a, a a Facebook page I mean in our in our age of social media and let's talk about judging people and oh the, the, the pain that happens around that right like let's just when we're judging people for in in, in this regard it, there's a lot of pain right anyway um so I was hosting this thing and we finished it off and it was great it, it had been a really great day and um, I had a message, a Facebook message from a lady who said, um, you know, you might want to check this out um, on Clarison Confessions. And I'm like, well, I'm not on Clarison Confessions. But I went on there and somebody had put on there, who do you think you are? What are you teaching all these little girls to be bitches like you were? You're in, you and your minions and how horrible you were in high school. Now I'm paraphrasing, obviously. Um, Mm. And a whole bunch of things went through my brain, right? And actually, this is kind of tying into the story of Gabby told that we were talking about earlier before the before the show. Um, but anyways, so my my first inclination was to be like, which one of you losers <laughs> <laughs> posted that about me? Um, 
And just that feeling of being judged, right? Like I felt like you don't know who I am and I'm, you know, I'm sorry that if I had done something to you, first of all, I don't, it, it, it's anonymous on that page, right? So you don't have, you don't know who it is. Oh, okay. So you can post anonymously. Don't go checking it out. I swear to God, it will burn your eyes out. <laughs> some of the stuff that's on there. It's horrific. Don't do it. I think even judgment on social media could be its own segment. Oh, absolutely. It's just, just so horrible. Absolutely. But you know, I, I, Looking back now, especially like after I've kind of gone through this book or whatever, I, I you know, I, I, I had judgments around the person who told me in the first place. Like, why are you telling me that? Um, that's okay. where that, I touch on that in a second. But, um, you know, and then also judging the, the person who wrote it, but then also judging myself too, because I, I kept going back and thinking like, I don't think I was a mean girl in high school. I don't remember being a mean girl in high school. I mean, we all do stuff as we're growing and developing and whatever that, you know, I'm not proud of. But I also remember people saying to me, actually in one of my yearbooks, I have a girl has written in my yearbook, like, thank you for, you know, including me and making me feel part of something all the time. So, you know, I was like, you don't even fucking know what you're talking about. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but what happens is, is that it creates this cycle of judgment and that's what I'm getting at. So. Um, in the book, actually, I don't know if it's in the book. It's on yep. a podcast. Was it in the book too? Uh, she does talk about cycles because she talks about, uh, I'm not going to find it. Sorry, I'm just looking Okay, well, while, while Amber's looking for that, um, I, I do know that I was listening to a podcast when Gabby was talking about this new book. And so she was talking about a friend of hers coming to her and saying, you know, I was at a yoga class and my yoga, my instructor, my teacher, whatever, said something that sort of led to the fact that she didn't agree with the way that you taught. And so Gabby's like, you know, my back's all up and, you know, got my back up and like, who does she think she is? Blah, blah, blah. Here it is. A spiritual teacher judging another spiritual teacher. Then I'm judging my friend for telling me it in the first place. And then now I'm like, well, I don't want to judge any of these people. Now you're making me judge myself for judging you and, you know, whatever. So that's what the cycle looks like. And so we can find ourselves in those spaces, um, which really are our chances for growth and transformation. The funny thing about judgment is that judgment is a desire to get control and one of the quotes that she has in the book is we are all familiar with a desire to control part of why you judge is to maintain your sense of control and safety ironically this works to keep judgment in charge and so that that presents that uh, cycle that we were just talking about because your that in charge feeling mm -hmm. is the judgment. So then mm -hmm. you keep judging because you still want that feeling. Right. So and you want to be like I mean I guess if I look back to how that made me feel, I mean I want to be in charge of other people's opinions of me. The thing is, we are not responsible for what other people think of us is it I think it's Wayne Dyer direct, says that and my mother says oh, that yeah. constantly too yeah I think yes <laughs> and, Cindy and, so, and, and Wayne, Wayne Dyer, Dyer both say that yes. what other people think of you is none of your business yeah and it's really not yeah because it, what's interesting is you can say something you're at a party you say something that you think is completely 100% benign mm -hmm. but there is definitely gonna be someone in that room who takes it personally as if you're saying it directly to them in which you were not. Is that your responsibility? Or is it that person's responsibility to say, oh, well, perhaps this is what happened. I mean, mm -hmm. there's so many ways things can go sideways. Yeah, yeah. We just have to be very cognizant of our own judgments and our right. own 
the own reasons why we're taking things in. Maybe the person who got offended by whatever was said, and this mm -hmm. is a completely made up scenario here, but I'm sure we've all experienced it in some regard. Um, it most likely had nothing to do with them at all, but they are triggered by something you mm -hmm. said because mm -hmm. of their own, again, mm -hmm. feelings of lack of self-worth, self-worth yeah. and own self-judgment. Yeah. So. Yeah. And again, I want to like just go back to um, what we talked about at the beginning where we said, you know, even us talking about this right now is like, I'm, I know I'm going to walk out this door today and I'm going to judge. At some point in time, I'm going to judge something in my day, right? So this isn't about, um, you know, not judging. It's about what you do with that. And I love how you said that, right? Like, I mean, it's, you know, it's, where, why are you being triggered? That's where the transformation comes in. Do and you have something to say? Because I, I, I've got something to say. Go, what page go. are you on? We're probably on the same <laughs> thing. Same Nine? Same page, eight, okay. Page nine we are. I wanted to talk about the gossip piece. Okay, you go first, because you're before me. Okay, this is like right right before it. Okay. Um, so back again, talking about the judgment cycle, uh, another quote from Gabby says, deep down and without realizing it, we judge ourselves for separating from our truth, mm -hmm. leading us to feel ashamed and guilty. Yeah. That unconscious guilt is so painful that we have no choice to but project it outwards in an effort to end our suffering. By projecting this judgment onto others, we deny and repress our feelings of guilt, which of course makes us feel more guilty. And again, there creates the cycle mm -hmm. once again. When, and then it leads directly into gossip. Right. Well, and I was just going to say, I think the thing that we have to remember too is that it is, it's like part of our makeup to make sure that we are safe, right? Like I'm going to do, it's like an animal instinct. Definitely. I wanna make sure that I'm okay. But like, that's my first priority. The only thing about judgment, however, yes, you always have mm -hmm. to make you feel, stay safe, both emotionally, physically, all yep. of it. Yep. The thing about judgment is that judgment on a grander scale is an addictive pattern. Absolutely. Absolutely. So this is what I loved this piece too. So um, just a sec, I had a, I had a train of thought and I don't want to break it because it kind of tied into that whole, um, so if it's an animal instinct for me to keep myself safe, kind of goes back to that whole and I mean this is sort of on a physical level um you know and talking about stress in our lives um we we don't know whether the tiger is chasing us or if we forgot to pay the bill right do you know what I mean like that sort of um our body doesn't know that right right and so our response to to either of those can be similar so the body doesn't know so it my body doesn't know that, you know, I've been, whether I've been threatened by somebody, you know, coming to kill me or I've been threatened by somebody who's like trying to kill my character. Do you know what I mean? I think our, our, does that make sense? A little bit. My Can response is going to be the same. Okay. So my response is going to be the same okay. one way or the other, right. right? My inherent response. I want to, I want to protect myself. So I'm going to lash out. Yes. Perfect. Right. And so. Um, if I'm forever reason I am feeling not in my truth, not coming yes. from love, not coming from the space that I know that um, is my authentic self, then um, chances are I'm going to try and find that somehow. And if I can like judge somebody for not being what I think that I should be, do you see what I'm yes. where I'm going with that? Okay. Yes, I do. All right, sorry, that was, I had this train of thought that I need to get out. But um, Amber was just saying about judgment being an addictive pattern. And uh, I loved this piece in the book because which one of us has not done this? I'm going to read it. Um, 
but I'll just read like this piece about the gossip, okay? So when we avoid our guilt and our suffering by projecting it onto others, it's a way of numbing out. So like any good drug, judgment will anesthetize our pain and redirect our focus. It can even get us high. Gossip is a great example. Whenever you get together with friends to talk about another person in a judgmental way, you're avoiding your own core wounds. You're using judgment as a drug to numb your own pain and get high on someone else's. Gossip is especially nasty because it gives us the illusion that we're bonding with others when instead we're just banding together to heap all of our pain onto another person. Boom. Mic drop. Mic drop. <laughs> Love that piece. Yeah, it's, it's, that one is very powerful. And that one actually triggered something in me because I don't like ever being called a gossip. I don't believe mm -hmm. I am a gossip. Mm -hmm. I, but where does this line of gossip and sharing information change. Mm -hmm. I remember being on a camping trip and uh, the way we did our, our meals is that we would team up and, and then we cook for everybody. Mm -hmm. And so I was teamed up with, with this one friend and we saw a relationship budding over <laughs> in the corner. And so we were talking about it and like, oh, wouldn't that be nice? And oh, I wonder if this something is going to come from this. Yeah. And this other person who has a tendency to bring out a lot of negative things in a lot of people mm -hmm. came over and said, oh, you two gossiping about so-and-so? Well, what is gossiping? Are we talking about them? Yes. Yeah. Are we talking about them negatively? No. no. So is it gossip? No. No. I so that's just my own that. personal yeah. clarification Yeah, there. on the gossip piece. But I mean, you, you know, like that whole banding together and that it that really spoke to me that really really spoke to me there's so uh, honestly i have uh, i have a lot in my little notebook <laughs> here of huge quotes that i've just loved from the book and i have another one that kind of ties into yep. the gossip as well judging ourselves as a victim feels safer than facing our own wounds and this is how mm -hmm. self-judgment becomes an addiction as mm -hmm. well. So it's scary to think. If you think about all those, the mass, what is that called? After football games in Europe, they just, people go crazy, like football as soccer. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, I'm thinking European. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> European football yes. is soccer. And, and how there's riots and there's a mob mentality. Yeah. To me, this, this, this gossip and banding together, even in that sense, mm -hmm. it's almost a mob mentality on the emotional scale. Right. And there's almost always, inevitably, someone who goes and tells something mm -hmm. to that person who they were directing all their pain on, mm -hmm. which is just, I don't understand why people do that. But... Well, I think, I think, again, it's a, a sense of feeling inferior and a source and of bonding, even yes. though the negative thing is about the other person that they're trying to bond with. I know, with. I, I know. Don't get and it. so you're a part of something. And the thing is, is, well, as long as they're talking about that person, or as long as we're talking about that, then nobody's like looking at my flaws, right? So, but um, I think age and experience has led me to a lesson of great uh, importance and that's if somebody is consistently talking about somebody else to you chances are they are consistently talking about you to someone else. else it's just the way it goes um, I think um, I think we should talk a little bit about um, what you can do because I think the judgment piece of talking about 
other people piece that that concept or whatever um how do so you're in a group of people and that's happening what do you do well i know for me there's been i try for the most part to always look at the positive things like Mm -hmm. what is this person still bringing Mm -hmm. So do you bring that up in a conversation? So somebody's sitting, if there's a group of people sitting around, like I'm making like really clear steps for people to be able to shift out of that. Well, number one, there's always a way to get out of it by trying to drastically change the subject. Mm -hmm. Um, But I have found if I also say something negative, or sorry, if I say something positive in the negative situation, Mm -hmm. it tends to drown it out a little bit too. So a lot of times... I'll have people saying negative things to me about somebody else, and mm-hmm. I'll be like, "Oh, you know what? I've always found that person to be so nice. Yeah, oh, that's, nothing's you know, ever funny. happened mm-hmm. to me like that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not my experience, no. right? Um, I think that that's that's awesome, right? And that's kind of where I was going with that too, because that's what I've been trying to do. Um, you know, we were talking about people that trigger you, and I have a few in my space right now. Um, not. You know, it's well, I, I've always had a few, and I'm probably a trigger for many people too. Um, but yeah, definitely the like to redirect conversation or change yes. the subject altogether. She yeah. talks, Gabby talks about that, and I think it was on the podcast too, but yes. like to completely change the subject. So, like, jump right to the next thing, right? I think that's that's good. If, and I've if also, you give, if you give attention to it, you're giving energy to it, which is going to build it up. Mm-hmm. And Negative attention, negative energy mm-hmm. builds so quickly mm-hmm. that it needs to be diffused quickly. Right. Well, it's like we talked about the other day, right? It's negativity bias is part of our makeup. It just is. Yes. And so we look for that because that's that's the way we're... But break the cycle, people. Break the, yeah, <laughs> it does, that should not be an excuse. That's no. the biggest thing. And keep in mind, here I am. I am I'm saying this stuff and I'm also second-guessing what I'm saying and judging myself in saying it. I am making myself sound really good here that I always talk, I always talk about the positive things. And I would, so I but love you know what? I want you to know that sometimes I don't. I do catch myself judging others and talking negatively about them. Mm-hmm. I really, it's usually to a safe person, mm-hmm. like my husband, mm-hmm. or to you. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, you never talk about anybody. <laughs> well, a lot of times you just need to vent to get it out. For me, a lot of times I try, I just need to get it once mm-hmm. to someone who can say, yeah, I hear you. And then I'm okay. I think it was funny this morning we were talking about, because guys, we're like getting ready to, to record here. And um, if you are looking for tips and tricks and, you know, things to, to start you on your own judgment detox, I've asked people... Like, you know what, if you see me doing it and I'm not aware of it, just like, so my husband, for one, now you have to, you have to be in a trusting, like, you have to be okay with somebody to say to you, you know what, you asked me to, to tell you if you were doing this. And so I'm, you know, maybe you want like a code word, like pineapple, (laughs) pineapple, you're judging the shit out of that woman, (laughs) you know, but, um, yeah, so I have asked that that be you know made aware to me because sometimes I'm not aware of it until afterwards so yes. if you I think you you know it's like when you catch the puppy peeing on the floor that's when you give them a you know trouble you don't like give them trouble 
an hour later because he peed on the floor. He's not going to know what you're talking about. Right. So, I mean, for my own self, I can kind of go back and, you know, be like, shit, I shouldn't have said that. Or, you know, judging myself really hard there. And, I, and that's what I mean. I mean, it's not just about me judging other people. I, we all do have a tendency to judge myself terribly as well. And so even in that space, right, it's like... Well, how many times, like, this one, this just brought up something for me. Yeah. Specifically when I was in school in Toronto, I... Money was quite tight. I'm in Toronto, paying rent, feeding myself. Mm -hmm. We have a mortgage in Calgary. I'm barely working because I'm also paying for school. My husband's back in Calgary working, and so money is very tight. And so my new friends in Toronto, oh, we should go do this. We should go do this. And I'm like, ah, I can't afford it. I can't afford it. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, do you want to go shopping? Ah, I can't. I can't afford it. Yeah. And then, you know, a couple of weeks later, you don't realize how many times you said something and sit until one of the friends goes, oh, well, we should go do this. Oh, Amber, we already know you can't afford it. Mm. Ouch. Yeah. Okay, well now, thank you. Thank you mm -hmm. for telling me this. I could have handled it two different ways. Mm -hmm. I'm like, God, you're such a bitch. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> or I can say, thank you. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know I was getting to the point where I was being annoying. Yeah, <laughs> right. But if you're annoying yourself, yes. you're, probably, you're definitely annoying others. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Anyway, so thank you for sharing that. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. Because it, you know what? I think, too, when um, one of the other things she said was that, actually, it wasn't in the book, but it was on a video that I watched, and she was talking about the book. But um, so you, if you do have those people around you, and we all do, and we don't want, we want to be careful that we're not one as well, but if you have those people that are around you that are um, often in a cycle of judgment, um, she spoke to this one woman who asked the question, you know, um, my husband is like that, like he's doing that all the time. And she said, just let him keep talking, he's crazy. Oh, yes. At some point in time, he'll realize that what, he, what is coming out of his, they will realize what is coming out of his mouth. And so um, ah, it's hard for me to do that because I don't like to be around that. But, you know, um, I have used that as a practice in the last little while. If, um, if somebody really, if I'm judging somebody for what they're saying and they're judging somebody, you know, then I just, stop talking yeah just, just and let just them let do what they need to do because the silence will give them because really it's i have found that it's almost self it's introspection mm -hmm. out loud mm -hmm. and so they don't they don't they just need somebody to be there they don't even need a sounding board they just need a silent board in front of them yeah. someone who th they think is paying attention to them and hearing them but they only, it's, it's them working their own shit out. And whether they understand that they're working it out or not, yeah. they will eventually at some point, especially if you give them the space mm -hmm. and you are there for them mm -hmm. and you allow them that space. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So Cool. Um, we're going to wrap this up. So a couple of things, um, takeaways. Well, I mean, other than the really great quotes that came from that book. Um, but what about... So I would encourage you to sit down and um, and write out like the things that you're that you are judging in your life right now, as many as you can think of, right? Mm -hmm. And then also, um, you know, take some time to sit with each one of those things and do a little bit of a deep dive into self to see why you might be triggered. 
by that. And it, it may not be from something that's recent. It could be something that was triggered. Yep. And something happened to you as a kid, as a even, kid. right? Yeah. So. And I definitely would say to get the book. Oh my gosh, this is such an amazing book. Yeah. And we're working on some stuff here at Amber and Allison Conversations. So hopefully there's some interesting things happen. But if you want uh, to know how to get the book, just contact us. We've got a Facebook page. And uh, you can always just messenger us. Um, message us? Messenger yeah. us. Um, and then you can email us too is at uh, the Amber and Allison at Gmail. At gmail.com? I think Amber so. And oh my gosh, I don't know my own email address. <laughs> oh no, no, the website is the Amber and Allison. No. Duck. Com. Oh, maybe. No, it's com is our website. <laughs> the Amber and Allison at gmail.com is the email. Yes, it is. I'm fairly certain. That, that. We had to put the in because someone had already taken Amber and Allison. <laughs> yeah, but we are the, we are the Amber and Allison. <laughs> awesome. All right. So, um, yes. yeah. That's uh, that wraps up this, and and uh, in 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 the next segment or part two, we want to talk a little bit more about the judging of self, which will be huge if you you're gonna want to share this with your friends. Because mm-hmm. so subscribe yeah. and share, and let us know what you think. And we'll see you later. Bye. Conversations. Thanks again, Allison. Love, Love you. you.